Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, February 14th. The confounding, infuriating, and oh-so-predictable mercies of God. Today's scripture reading is found in Jonah chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, from the message translation, which reads, Jonah was furious. He lost his temper. He yelled at God. God, I knew it. When I was back home, I knew this was going to happen. That's why I ran off to Tarshish. I knew you were sheer grace and mercy, not easily angered, rich in love, and ready at the drop of a hat to turn your plans of punishment into a program of forgiveness. So God, if you won't kill them, kill me. I'm better off dead. God said, what do you have to be angry about? This is God's word. Jonah is really ticked off. I mean, really ticked off. He was furious at God. He lost his temper. He yelled at God. Imagine that. I know it's hard to imagine, but just try to for a moment, okay? To put an even finer point on it, Jonah was infuriated by and yelling at God over the mercy and grace of God, which he thought was too easily and far too widely doled out, which he cites as his reason for running off in the first place. I knew you would do something like this, he yells. I knew you'd go all gushy and mercy on them when they made the slightest move towards you. What a lightweight, how disgusting, how nauseating. How can you do this? How can you do this to me? I remember seeing an evangelism video years ago that mocked with clownish music, no less, some idiot walking across a crowded public walkway with a sign announcing in large letters, God loves you, idiot. They need to be convicted of their sins. They need a heavy dose of wrath. Then you can share about love if you can actually even get to that. Being angry with God because he's too kind and loving may actually seem to be a bit harder to identify with. Generally, it's not the kindness of God that annoys us, but the seeming absence of his kindness, at least from our lives, or more specifically, from this or that situation I'm dealing with today. Where are you, God? Why did you let this happen to me? It's the seeming absence of God and the perceived absence of his justice that often builds a bursting internal reservoir of resentment and questioning of the divine within us, which in turn may lead us, like Jonah, to wonder angrily why God isn't going all Sodom and Gomorrah on those we regard in the moment as being somewhere just above, or perhaps just below, the level of pond scum. See if you can identify with the sentiment of the psalmist in Psalm 73, verse 11 through 14. He writes, What's going on here? Is God out to lunch? Nobody's tending the store. The wicked get by with everything. They have it made, piling up riches. And I've been stupid to play by the rules. What has it gotten me? A long run of bad luck, that's what. A slap in the face every time I walk out the door. Let's be honest, we all visit this place, which is why this psalm is here to equip us with words shaped for just such moments. 
The key, of course, is to visit this place, not to live there. But right now, Jonah is living there. What God did, or rather didn't do, was evil in his eyes. Literally, the Hebrew reads, it was evil to Jonah with a great evil. God not doing the evil he threatened to do was a great evil in Jonah's eyes. So he blew up and stormed out in an angry sulk, muttering, Oh, for the love of God, that confounding and infuriating and oh-so-predictable mercy of God. Right past all the weeping Ninevites and lowing cattle beneath their layers of sackcloth and ashes. And before you go all judgy on him for acting no better than a two-year-old who hasn't had his nap yet, pause, because he just may have a spot next to him waiting for you. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder. Okay, now back it up again. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder. When most recently have you found yourself furious and losing your temper with God and even yelling at Him? What was the source of your anger? How readily can you identify with Jonah's complaint? If you need some help, just imagine any people group that especially raises your ire. What is a healthy way of responding to such anger at God? What do you do with it? Lord, I confess, sometimes you really annoy and exasperate me. Not showing when and where I need most, not showing those people what for by raining on their parade, preferably with a generous dose of fire and brimstone. Thank you for being able to handle that hot anger in me, for that is the other great lesson of this Jonah story. You let him have his fit and gently drew him back with questions. Thank you for likewise making space for me and my own tantrums, pouring your mercies out on me, even as I fume over that same mercy being poured out on certain others. Meet me here, in this place of discontent and disruption. Just don't let me stay here too long. In your mercies. <laughs>